Okay, so today is Thursday. Baby sleeping as usual because you know that's the time that I used to record. And thank you for listening to Lily and the Chaos. Today I wanted to talk about boundaries. I don't even think that I could pronounce it correctly because I don't think that I'm good at it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe the next topic should be about something that we all have issues with. Because I know that when I talk with a lot of people, they always have this issue that you don't know how to set up boundaries. And it doesn't have to be with your significant other. I'm not talking about just with a specific person. I'm talking about everybody in your life. For me, this is, has been the most difficult thing to do in my life because I always had the fear of losing people in the process. And I think that's something that we all do. And maybe that's we allowed a lot of uh, people to use our emotions against us. Because in the end of the day, we don't want to be the bad person. We don't want to lose people that we love. But then if we don't set those boundaries, they don't have any. They don't know how how deep or how far they could go with you without hurting you. And that's something that I, a few years back when I moved out of my house, I had to set up my own boundaries for myself. Not only for my parents, but for myself. Not to allow certain things that I always do. Because it was affecting my whole life. So let's start talking about it. Uh, let's start about boundaries with mom and dad. I think that we all go through this feeling that if your mom and your dad decide something for you, you need to accept it. Because, well, they bring you to the world. And that's how life works. They tell you, well, I don't think it starts with your clothes what you should do in school and that's something that they put in our mind that they know better and that they need to do it for us and don't get me wrong i do that with my kids right now so yes that's something that we do and that we need to accept but when do we need to realize that we already have our own mind that we have our own life and that they need to respect what we choose for ourselves that's the issue that I think most people do and they don't even realize it. And don't get me wrong, I know that they have some parents out there that they know their boundaries and they're only there um, not as a coach, but a cheerleader. They're always there to support you. They're always there to help you. Sometimes without not even noticing, they are there for you and they make you feel like you're doing all right. Like, okay, maybe you don't know what you're doing right now, but I'm not going to make you feel that I'm doing everything for you. I'm just going to make you feel that you're getting your stuff together on your own. And that's something that I love about a few parents out there, that they're not coaching you all the time. They're being your best cheerleader, your supporter, and they always have your back. So for me, a few, year ba- few years back, I had to set boundaries of first with my daughter because when I used to live with my mom, I well, she helped me. I like, like I said, I went back to work early on. Ellie probably was a year old, 
and I went back to work and I gave her like most of the decision making because I was not there like I said in another episode I used to work midnight and I used to take a lot of time for me and then I used to sleep I'm not proud of that I felt like I wasted a lot of times with her when she was young but in the back of my mind I knew that she was so young that she was not gonna remember what was going on and I prefer to save up and have all the things that she needed when she was younger than later on because I know that when they get older they will figure it out that I'm not there so I always try to do that a little bit early in her age so she wouldn't she would not feel so so alone a few times so I kind of let her take the role of the mom and that was the biggest mistake I could ever done because uh, when I was saying I was not working I had her feeding done I had everything for her that I know she needed I will follow all the you know the little books and apps that will tell you what she needed to eat what she needed to do and then as soon as I went back to work she kind of forgot about everything and she that it backfired in the end because now I have the pickest pickest no <laughs> she's so picky with uh with food uh so she only gave her milk and not food because it was easier for her I guess not to show her how to eat solids and then change to just eating regular food so because I was not there I felt kind of bad to let her know like hey I need you to do a better job in her eating because she's too small and she needs to eat regular food and because of her character she just did not allow me to do that either so she felt like she was her mom until she was like four three she would just do everything for her and I could not say a thing and I did not know to set that boundary like yes you help me you're the best thank you for taking care of my daughter but the boundary is that you cannot act like you have the decision making in her in her life you're just helping me out you're not doing everything for her so that was a boundary that I had to learn the hard way because when I tried to move out and even before that Ellie had one of um she had issues speaking and it was because I noticed later on that even though now she loves to tell me oh you don't talk enough with Elizabeth you're always letting her be in her tablet she needs to interact more let me tell you that she used to give her the tablet super young and I noticed because she would not speak with anybody and then I noticed something wrong when I had to take her to the daycare I'm like you know what let me take her to the daycare so she interacts with kids and we see what's going on with her because I know that she's supposed to be saying words already and mind you she was already like three going to four so I'm glad that I did not listen to anybody I did not take her to doctors so young because I know that they were going to 
tell me that probably she had autism, that she has something wrong because most of doc the doctors do that early on. So that was one of my first boundaries that I had to set with my mom because she did not want her to go to daycare. She was like, she's going to get sick. She don't need to be with kids. And I'm like, no, that's where I set the line. And that's my daughter. And I know that is she needs right now to be with kids, not only with adults, because you're not speaking to her. You're not talking. You're not making her feel that she needs to answer back because if she will ask for food in before she even finished the like the sign because she would not say anything she would just show or you know act like she needs something she would just give it to her and i'm like no i need her to start interacting with people she has to so that was something that i it was a whole issue because she didn't want her to go and i was being a bad mom because i was putting my daughter in danger so when i took her to uh, her daycare they started telling me like i knew they were oh i think that she has autism um and don't get me wrong i never thought about it I, I didn't get mad that they would tell me that i got upset at the daycare because it doesn't matter what you want to call it i think that you're supposed to be there to help her and to make her life easier not to just tell okay well she has this and let's figure it out like it's something wrong with it i do not think that is anything wrong with being autistic or having delays in your speech or anything related to that you're there to support and to help the parents and to help the kids not to put them down and that's exactly what they did to me they were trying to make me feel like Oh well, what is wrong? That well, that's exactly what they told me. They're like, "How did you? How did you not figure it out um, earlier on that she had autism?" And I'm like, "Well, she don't. I'm her mom, and she don't. Oh well, she cannot interact with kids. She cannot speak. Um, she's just on her own all the time." And I'm like, "Okay, that's one of the reasons why I brought her here." So she would start interacting with kids, not to, you know, put her out there because they told me that she was, and mind you, this is a daycare. This is not going to first grade, second grade. No, no, no. This is before even kindergarten. Oh, well, she's slowing the kids down. And we don't appreciate that because we have um this book that we use and every kid is ahead of time and she's not she's not even half of the book i'm like what so i got upset about that i the next day you better believe that i took her out of school i went and i told her i'm gonna take her out she's like well you're not doing the best for your daughter i'm like no you're not doing best for your school like you cannot tell me that you have a school and that right away before the school even is in the second month you already figure it out that you have three to four kids that are, are autistic that doesn't make any sense you're not a doctor there is no way that you had somebody to uh, you know that took the time to see the kids but that's another story i just i went off on her because i would not accept like i said if she, i know 
you tell me she's autistic okay we figure it out that's fine it's just you know it is what it is but to put a kid down or put them in a little corner or just make them feel like they're different just because of a sentence that does not go well with me i will never accept that so i took her out and well she we had to take her to speech therapy they told me that it was um she just didn't want to to talk at the moment because i guess that nobody talked to her or make her feel that she needed to to speak and i'm glad that that's one of the boundaries that i put with my mom that i told her no you're not taking control anymore of how she's gonna do or what are the things that she needs to do because then she got upset when i took my daughter every week twice a week for the speech therapy she was upset that oh she don't need that you're just making her um feel different or going no not at all she knows she's not different she knows that she just needs to figure it out and that's why they're here that's that's what they study they know how to get the kids to speak a little bit better and to figure it out why she's acting that way and it worked for the best now she cannot stop talking so there you go i'm so glad that i did not panic and don't get me wrong i cried when that um when that woman (laughs) told me how did you not figure it out that she was autistic um i cried not for if she was i cried because it made me feel like well that mommy guilt that we all do have in the end and i was like well i was always working maybe i did not see it maybe i did not figure it out earlier because i was so busy working and trying to provide for her that i did not notice what she needed from me and that stayed in the back of my mind for a little while but i always knew that she would be okay like i knew that she will figure it out on her own and i still see some things that maybe some other kids at her age are a little bit more advanced in how they act or how they feel but i'm would never just let myself just put her in a little box and say well this is why now she will figure it out i will figure it out and she'll be okay so that was one of the boundaries that i said with my parents not to allow them to take control with my kid anymore and he has done wonders and i'm glad that i move out because if i would have not moved out of my house um my daughter would not be how good she is right now because she was able to learn to be herself to be more friendly to talk more due to having now brothers and sisters having cousins having um a lot of people around that they took her out of that little oh you don't need to speak to me you don't have to do anything because i i got you i'm gonna bring everything to you and i'm so glad that's one of the things that i will be always be thankful for because the new family that i got her they took her out of the little box that she was in and now she's like i said now i need to tell jesus ellie shut up <laughs> so you know if you're 
one of those parents that are going through something similar with your kid that they they want to say that they have autism or uh, selective mutism that that's what they say that she had or anything similar to that just breathe I know that uh, some of them are harder than others that they bring more you know more scares because you know they could get hurt or things like that don't get me wrong I'm not comparing mine with anything that is more out there but just don't let I guess yourself be put in a box of okay this is my kid and he's autistic no it doesn't that's not him that is just something that makes him if it makes any sense but that's not him he's a whole different person and he will be okay so that was one of the boundaries that i had to put with friends um i always have issues with friends due to I never had I'm an only child and I don't think that I have the only child syndrome you know that neediness that obnoxious like always me 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 no I don't think that I that I have it due to my mom never giving me that extra attention and extra time that only children get but I do have that neediness of when i want to have a friend or i feel that you're my friend i do not set boundaries correctly so if you need me 24 hours i'm there if you need me to give you one of my legs or take you to the end of the world even if i can't i will try to make it happen and i used to not set boundaries a lot with friendships due to that i think that i always wanted to be there for people i never wanted to lose their friendships and early on in life i had to realize like you need to set up a boundary with friendships and let them know that a relationship is 50 50 you put in time i put in time you want to be in my life i want to be in your life but in most friendships i realized that it's not like that like sometimes friends take advantage of you if you don't put boundaries of okay this is the time that we're gonna spend together or this is where we draw the line this is not gonna be something that we're always gonna be doing and i think that that will help because if you let your friendship or all your friendships and relationships know since the beginning like this is something that i would not accept this is something that i need from you this is something that you will get from me and i believe that if you say it since the beginning then you will always know in the back of your mind this is where i'm getting at this is where i'm going in and this is where she's gonna draw the line in the end of the day and with friendships i always had an issue of i will be there for the person for example and i would not expect them to change who they are or who they're with i will be happy realizing this is their life and i'm just happy to be in it in an early age i learned that most people are not like that they get jealous or it's not jealousy in a bad way it's just that you get them used to giving them all a hundred percent of you and then when you can't for whatever reason they get 
you know, a little bit jealous, a little bit angry. They get protective of your time. And that's where you need to set your boundaries. Like, no, we are friends, but you need to give me time for my own because I need to have my own friendships or my own relationships and my own time. And it's going to be better for everybody in the end. In work, I was the same. I used to, and I still do it sometimes, that I feel, oh, let me do more than I should to make other people less, um, you know, have less work for them, I guess, or they could feel like I'm helping them more. And what I notice is that they take advantage. And I always try to go to a new job or with this mentality of, listen, don't let people take the best of you. Because it has happened to me over and over and over again because I confuse friendships with co-workers all the time. I go there with an open heart and then we become friends and I think you're my friend so if you need me to do something I will do it for you and then it happens that it will be okay let's start by you do this for me and then okay can you do more and more and don't take this and don't take time and don't take vacations and then you you get confused because they're your friends so in the back of your mind you're like okay then they're my friends we're working together they're not gonna do this to me because they know better they know my real life they they're my friends and when they don't that's what happens that we usually get upset then you ruin our friendship over working with them and if you have set that boundary the beginning of your friends when we get out of here that's fine whatever we have going on in our life in our family you know it's one thing but then at work this is my time this is what i my responsibilities nothing else nothing more and if i will have said that up when i was working with friends maybe the relationships that we had would have been still good because if you set up boundaries, you said you say everything you need from a relationship at the beginning, whatever it is, if it's your significant other, job related or friendship, then like I said, they're going to know what you're going to accept and what is not acceptable anymore. And that's something that I think a lot of people when they start jobs and more, if you don't know anybody there, just set up a boundary for yourself like don't get confused between co-workers and friends and if for example one of those co-workers become your best friend your friend in the back of your mind tell yourself do not allow the friendship that you have with them get in here and then take them out of here as well because it's not going to work it's, it's, it's not going to work because there's no way that if you care for this person and you have this relationship with them, that then when they ask you, oh, can you stay a little bit longer here so I could leave? Or can you take this shift for me without no nothing getting back just because they're your friends? Then first you're going to you're going to get confused. You're going to get hurt. 
because if you're going to be like okay she's my friend what is she doing this to me but if you would see what it is that okay she's asking me this as a co-worker or she's asking me this as a friend then i think things will be easier in the end because you need to set up boundaries for friendships and co-workers completely different or at least that's what i believe that you should do so that way you could save your workspace and you could save your friendship when it comes to family well i think that that's the hardest of all because when you have family members uh jesus christ the emotions rise the ideas come and it's just too much i realized the hard way that at the beginning we want want me i always want to make family members feel welcome i want them to feel at home i want them to feel so comfortable because that's how i would like to feel when i go to people's houses when i talk to friends so i always start by making them feel completely uneasy and it has come to my attention that maybe that's not wrong but too much and it has backfired and now in the back of my mind i'm like okay what would i have why why do i always end up with this sour taste in my mouth about doing something good for people and then it's not totally that they're bad or that they don't like me or that they have bad intentions no is that i did not set no boundaries when i met them i did not say okay we could have the best time together we could have the best parties we could be kiki and chichi and you know having a kumbaya moment but let's say at this time well everybody has to go <laughs> you know you have your own house goodbye i never said that i never imply that i never make any sense of it I, and maybe if i would have been strong enough to say to everybody okay this is the thing we could uh, do this every sunday every saturday but this specific day is not an option we're not doing this today let's say another thing okay it's okay for you guys to be coming here and all of us spending time but at the end of the night everybody has to help out they have to clean everybody has to make you know the home of whoever is doing the celebration feel back to normal i never did that i never said okay it's not normal to speak to me in a negative manner or make jokes about me or talk about me when you leave and don't get me wrong it's obvious that you shouldn't do that we shouldn't talk about each other when people leave but let's be honest when you don't go out when you do not have other friends and that's what happens a lot when you're older and you have a family you start just going out with family members or in the same group you don't have other people to relate to or to see what they're going through so it happens that guess what 
you don't have another person to talk about. I don't know your friends at work. I do not know people you meet in the grocery store. I don't know anything that you do on the daily. So you don't have an option to talk to me about those people or what they're going through or your emotions with them because I don't know them. So what, who is the only people that you could talk to me about? Facts. Family members that we both know, that we both see from time to time. So at some point, yes, it's annoying. But then sometimes I realize, yes, they don't have another option but to gossip about each other. But if you would make it clear since the beginning, like, listen, this is not something that I agree with. And maybe you will not laugh at it too. Or you will not include yourself in gossip as well. Then they know that that's not an option to do with you. And that's something that I think a lot that a lot of us mistake. That we do not want to be honest at the beginning. We don't want to tell them like, listen, this is something that hurt me. This is something that I do not like. And then it bites us in the end. Uh, I think that boundaries lately have shown me that it will save you energy in the long run. You don't have no idea of if I will have set up boundaries with my parents, with family members, with friends, with even with children. And that's another children. I am the worst setting boundaries. I don't even think I have any with children because I stay in that little mind of mine that, you know, I want them to be happy and mm, not to feel some type of way because I did when I was younger and I want them to enjoy every minute of or their youth. And I do tell Ellie lately, like, don't do this. You need to have more structure. You need to clean a little bit. But in the end, do I follow through? Nope. I'm not. I don't. I don't let her know. Like, this is something that I would not accept. This is something that is not okay. And I think that that's something that every parent should do: have boundaries with their kids as well. To, sh to you know to save you energy and like I was saying before that if you if you set up those boundaries at the beginning your life will be so different and it's coming from me after I have like 50 meltdowns a day and funny or not um, I go through things my energy is not if you would have met me when I was 21 22 and now it's like night and day. And I have realized that is because I never set any boundaries with people. I let them take and take and take and take. And when you take and you don't have a source that sends that energy back and that love back and give you everything that you're giving to them, guess what? You stay with without it. It's, it's, it's something that there's no way that if you all the time are listening to people's problems and then you're trying to help everybody out there and you want to be friends with people and that and don't be the you know the negative nancy guess what you're gonna end up like me 
that now when I hear my significant other sometimes he's like wow you're always so negative and you're so angry and i'm like what is he talking about me this uh fairy of light and love and happiness that i know i am inside my brain and then i'm like jesus christ yes he has seen now lately the worst because I have given so much energy to everybody. My parents have got most of my good energy because I never set any boundaries with them. And then relationships came, then kids, then more relationships. And now I'm like, am I ever going to go back to that old me that would not have a care in the world that would not tell people you need to clean this you need to do this this is the smartest move that we should do to get into this place i'm not sure if that person is ever going to come back because now i don't have the energy for it the energy has gone away because i have given it to everybody that i meet and that's one of the benefits of setting boundaries people your energy your emotional energy is going to be saved is going to stay there and then you're going to you're going to be able to give it away to your kids to yourself and have a happy life so save your emotional energy do not stop sending like setting those boundaries of no i'm not gonna allow this in my life anymore i'm not gonna accept this uh, in-law to come and set up his life in my life just because she he is the parent nope i'm not gonna accept it be the bad guy and you will save that emotional energy lately i see it like a little bottle of energy next to me that i'm like okay if I keep giving it away, it's going to be empty by the end of the week. So every situation that you see, you're like, nope, not at all. You're not taking this energy from me. I'm setting the boundaries that you have to get. Well, oh, no, because I feel that we should do this. Nope, that's not what I want. That's not what I need. So nope, it's not happening this week because that energy to feel bad or to give it away is not acceptable anymore okay and it's gonna give you time to grow and see who you are because when you start setting boundaries it's gonna let you know okay this is a person that i want to become this is the person that i need to be this is who i am and they are going to show you if they love you for who you are or not for the person that you comp and don't get me wrong because i always get in a bad i'm not sure if i'm showing the right way uh it's not about being fake i not saying that when you're being nice to people or being yourself is being fake but i guess what i would say is that you're being the best of you when you're super sweet and you're catering to everybody you're being the best you the angel you the light you but guess what I have learned the hard way honey no no light no better you you need to be the tough 
person that you know you could be. And that person is in there. I laugh sometimes because when I was younger, my mom used to tell me, you need to stop being this person. And I have that little thing uh, still. I cut, I cut people off like there's no tomorrow. My mom will always remember this friend of mine in, I think it was an elementary school, middle school. Uh, we went to this little party that she did. And I always have this issue. And I know it's bad. I always expect the best of people. Because I kind of try to do the best. Like, I will never talk crap behind your back without telling you. And if I do, I prefer to cut you off. Because I don't like to be fake and talk behind your back. I don't. I think that's so uh, annoying. I do not like people that make other people feel bad. And don't get me wrong. One thing is to be funny and to make jokes. But when you do actual things to destroy people's heart, oh, it's nothing worse for me. That's that's something that I do not agree with, that I cannot be a part of. So to make the story short, she had this party and we were friends and I only have a good friend. I always say this. I always pick a good friend for years. I prefer to have one good quality friend than to have, you know, 50 of them. Like, who needs that? I just need one good girl that I could cry with, that I could tell my secrets to, and that she could keep them, you know, of course. So, I... She was my friend. We used to go out. We used to go to movie theaters. I used to tell her all my secrets. And we went to a party. And it was a, like people that we were going now to. Also, I guess it was middle school because we were going to high school. And I guess that she found new friends in the middle of the time that we were, you know, taking a little summer break. And I see her and I see something different because, you know, I could sense I was young. I could sense when people are acting different with one another. But I stick to my older, you know, the people that I came with, the people that I was in middle school with. And I see that she's hanging out with this guy that we never seen before. So I'm guessing that he was going to transfer to high school with us. And we were dancing and I see her like giving attitude to everybody we knew. And I go to her, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you being so cold with our friends, with, you know, people that we know for a whole year? And then you're sticking to this guy. Who's this guy? Like, what? Are, who are you? And she's like that, you know, like, uh, people grow. And I don't, I'm not sure why you're getting into that. You're, you know, you're my friend. Why do you care how I'm treating other people? And I'm like, well, um, okay, this doesn't make any sense, but okay. And I just keep looking at her through the night, being like dismissive or my of my friends. And I'm like, okay, fine. I did not call her. I did not, you know, try to have no attention with her. We went to the first day of, of high school and she comes at me and she's like, oh, you you forgot about me this, this whole summer. Did I do anything wrong? And I'm like, well, if you did not notice, I don't have to point it out, I guess. And no, it's just like you said, people grow. 
out of each other. And the funniest thing, you're going to be like, oh, Lillian, really? You're a dumbass. Uh, all the friends that she treated wrong, they were with her in the table. They were talking to her like nothing happened. But now it comes my character. I do not care what people think. I do not care that I was defending people that did not care about themselves. Or maybe it was not a big deal to them, but it was a big deal to me. Loyalty and a person's character is everything to me. If you, the first thing, the first boy or whoever he, this person was in her life made her change with people she knew, um, I don't want you in my life. That's that's how I am, and it's sad. I get it because that's why I don't have friends. I guess because if I don't see a good character in you and you're not loyal to me, then I prefer to be alone because I'm really loyal to myself. <laughs> if that makes any sense. So I I I chose not to go to the little table that they had anymore. I I would go and say hi and then leave, and everybody wonder like why are you being so cold with her? And I'm like her character is not who I thought she was. Like she switched, and if you could switch on everybody like that, you're gonna switch on me real fast, and I don't have time for that. So since I was really young, I always have been really easy to cut off people. Even if they're super, you know, super important in my life, I do not have time for it. I am one of those, I guess, bad people, I guess, on that department that I give you my friendship and I give you my love. But if you, if I see that you're not a good person, a heart, that you're doing things on purpose or to hurt people or to take advantage of them when they are they're not doing the same to you i just and i just can't relate to that so i prefer to be you know away from people like that and be alone that's fine and that's one of the things that i that i would say set up boundaries and respect yourself and not allow people to take your energy and that will give you time to grow and to be the person that you need to be even if it's not rainbows and butterflies all the time if you ask me right now are you completely happy hell to the no are you in a good space of you know like a good mental space uh hell to the no i haven't been in a good mental space since i got pregnant with ellie a years ago but that's hormones and you know a lot of issues that i went through with her dad and that took me to a bad space and it has been hard to get away but if you ask me are you happy with who you are as a person? I say completely 100%. I have never that I know of. And if I did, I'm not bad to apologize or to make everything that I could make to, you know, make that person feel good again. If I hurt somebody and I did something and I know that I did, I have one that I would probably my whole life try to amend that relationship and uh, let me see I have a okay I have Ellie's sister's mom that's the worst person that I heard and I 
and I know that one day I'm going to have the chance to sit with her and apologize and let her know that, listen, karma is the bitch. <laughs> and, she, you know, she has shown me that you don't go around playing with people's homes and hearts and relationships. And if you, if you know how I am and how I've been through, you will know that I did not pay everything that I did to you, but I'm close. And I would, that's one person that probably, um, I will work my whole life to make, to make up for what I did to her. Not only because she's my daughter's sister's mother, because I broke something that maybe I know that it would not last but I did not want to be the person that caused the original break, if that makes any sense. And maybe I do one episode to just explain how, how of a, you know, dark person kind of I was back then and how I did not saw how I was hurting a person in the process. But that's another whole story. Then I have a few friends that I know that I cut off. And I would try to amend that as well because they were really good. And I did not see the value of friendship back then. But I do now. But, you know, it is what it is. You you lose some, you gain some. And I, I have to learn. But the whole thing is that if you ask me if I'm happy with who I am, yes. I never hurt a person and not feel bad about it or never try to help. Um... I do not lie. That's something that I love about myself. I feel that lies would, you know, get your soul, your, every, it's not about soul, everything that you are, and just make it nasty and bad. Because when you lie, once to keep that lie, you have to, you have to keep doing it. You have to be dedicated to that lie because trust me, because it has happened to me that a person lies and then <laughs> it falls and you're like, what are you stupid? Like, why do you lie? Lies do not last because you have to be super smart to have all this backup all the time to keep this lie alive, if that makes any sense. I do not lie. I that's one of the things that I'm like, oh my god, I'm so happy that if whatever is out there, if whatever happened one day, I know that I could go and say, well, I did not lie. So give me a break. <laughs> Let me in in those, you know, <laughs> gold <laughs> gates that you have, buddy. And back to boundaries. That's something like if I could uh, say now that I'm going to just finish this uh, episode do your boundaries to save relationships to save yourself to save your energy and to know that boundaries are not hard to do if you do them correctly you don't have to do like you know this strict um, boundaries no you could start little you could just go little by little and be flexible with them, I guess, but always have them. 
and you will see that little something that you thought that oh my god i will never do this i could never say this to somebody i could never put um you know i could never show this side of me then when you do it you're like wow this was what i was missing a structure in the relationship a structure in how i let people in and how i allow them to be in my life so save that little you know that little mine is a little bottle that i have my imaginary bottle of energy you could have whatever maybe a bag a balloon who knows what you're gonna but just imagine some energy that you have next to you and just imagine it always giving it away just don't it doesn't matter if it's your parent it doesn't matter if they're your kids it doesn't matter if is your significant other save that energy and it's gonna be best not just for them but for you because your energy is really important when you're drain and you don't have any you become the worst you could be trust me uh sometimes a few days um that person so i guess set those boundaries and if you know you follow me somewhere maybe in the peanut app or instagram or wherever let me know if it works because lily has been working for me so before i end um i just want to share the shows that i've been watching like i think that i already said please if you have hulu i hope this that's how you pronounce it you could see um the show the perch is amazing so i really recommend it that you see it um i've been you know i'm a fanatic with all the real housewives now we're look i'm looking at the real housewife of salt lake city so if like i said you follow me and we're friends some type of platform let me know i would love to maybe do something together and talk about the shows that would be really cool and hopefully i could do another one maybe today or tomorrow about another topic and have a beautiful thursday i hope i have i get this weekend something to talk about bye